to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 347 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to another week of randomness, technology and life with a real mixed bag of audio pleasure just for you. Of randomness, basically. Hey, Probably. I'm going to start off with like an apology to oh. all those people that emailed me to say, hey, I've got a friend that you should coach. They're amazing. If you sent us email to Chris at Sam, Chris at the Chris and Sam podcast.com, you may have got an undeliverable uh, reply because that email doesn't freaking exist. So oh, my apologies. Well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Step one. Make sure you have an email address. <laughs> yes, I mean that is quite important. Do you know? Do you know what throws me up? So I uh, I changed uh, insurance providers in the last week, and the old one had to give me a refund. But when they ring me, they're like, "Hey, for verification pers- uh, purposes, give us your um your name and your email address." And I'm like, "Look, I've got so many email addresses. I don't know which one I gave you, so." Can you just, oh, no, we could just use your date of birth. Good. Let's do that. Yeah, because I um, I talked to a friend who's, um, I was coaching this person, and she said, oh, you should check out my Redbubble. And she's got all these photos of Redbubble. You yeah, know what yeah, that yeah. is? Yeah, yeah. That's the person like, service. Oh, I've got thing. one of those. So I found it, and I was like, I had, like, I don't know, yeah. 2004 maybe I started. That's like, pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty early. Ago. Pretty early in the face for uh, yeah. Redbubble, I guess. And I said, oh, I'll, I'll do the forgot password. And the it's like, I don't even remember what email. And then I sent them this thing. And they said, well, uh, that's not the email. That's not the email. What could the email be? And I gave them this whole list, uh, a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. And I have my domain name. So I used to have a catch-all. So I'd just make up any old email address yeah, at the beginning of right. that domain name. And they went, oh, is that why your photo's at <laughs> Oh, yeah, cool. And that still hasn't quite been resolved. But anyway, we're working on it because they but, now they're having trouble changing the email address because oh, that's weird. It's so, but it's so long ago. It's weird when people um, put so much into an email address. Like an email address is not important at all, really. Uh, you can get a brand new one in a matter of minutes. It doesn't matter. Like Sarah's yeah. mum, when they were up here, was. She went to the two degrees store and she was talking to two degrees person. And I, and after the fact, I, cause I said, what do you, what was, what was the problem? Oh, I'm getting all the spam on my email address, like nonstop. I can't stop it. I said, well, just create a new email address. Yeah. But I might miss out on other emails. I can't have another email address. And I'm like, I've got 14 on my phone right now. Like my phone checks 14 email boxes at the same time. No, no. Yeah. And two yeah. degrees couldn't help because it's, you know. So I may regret this, but if you are, dear listener, <laughs> if you're a Casper there, and we, did we hear anything back at, about Caspers, whether that was a good name or not? No, uh, we just got uh, – no, we didn't actually. I think Jeremy just said thanks for sharing the images, and um, uh, Liam said we should start a TikTok was the only <laughs> the feedback I got. And I said, uh, I don't know if we understand how to use TikTok, and that might confuse Chris. Yes, and totally. Um, I've, I've got TikTok. We used to do some TikToking when I was at Spookers. 
Um, oh, nice. With the, the, the costumes and I, stuff. But, I really uh, should set up another, a TikTok for the pumpkin stuff, but uh, I don't know. I can't be bothered. At yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I may regret this, but my email address, if you do want to uh, have somebody um, that might be interested in some coaching, would be chris at hanlon.net.nz. Which is H-A-N-L-O-N. Yes. Uh, very good. Hey, yes. What have you been up to this week? Um, not a huge amount, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, hey, happy level two day for yesterday. Yes, um, I. Yeah. No, that's great. Uh, I binge watched BattleBots on Netflix. Have you? Have you ever watched BattleBots? BattleBots. I've seen one t- sort of thing like that. I don't know if it's that one. It's been around a long time. Like they, they have these people, and they're like these people competed when they were here fifteen years ago. And it's the robots that people build and then they destroy each other. And, yeah, I'm um, pretty sure I have seen that. I think when I used to have Sky, I used to watch it on like uh, Discovery Channel, I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Discovery Channel ended up buying it. Uh, some of the robots, I don't know what people are thinking. They're super clever people. They build this a thing and you can tell that it's <laughs> might as well just be made of tinfoil. Um, <laughs> but, the, but I got to the end. And uh, I only like the fights. I don't care about all the stuff in between. So I've been skipping bits and pieces. And uh, I didn't realize the latest stuff on Netflix is only from 2016. So there's a 2018, 2019, 2020, and they're filming 2021 season right now. Um, And there's a whole bunch of rules and stuff. And if you want to enter, you have to send them the schematics of your robot design and everything. And it says, please do not build this robot until we tell you that you're on the show. If you build it beforehand, well, that's sort of your problem. (laughs) Fair enough. I need to track down these other seasons. Oh, yeah. No, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, Yeah, I'm going to say we'll start off with the the sort of crappy stuff. Oh. Michael K. Williams uh, died this week. Yes. Um, And, uh, you know, so that didn't help me a lot because I'm like, who the hell is Michael K. Williams? No, yeah, that's right. Um, And then they showed um, a clip out of him in um, Boardwalk Empire, but it was quite dark, to be fair, and I couldn't figure out who it was. I was like, oh, I've never watched Boardwalk Empire. It means nothing. But it wasn't until later I was like, oh, Omar out of The Wife. He was one of my favorites of all time. Apparently he was known for all sorts of stuff. And yep. he was, it said uh, in the thing I read that he was potentially in talks about some sort of Star Wars spin-off thing and some other huge oh, thing wow. that they wanted him in. Uh, it's a suspected drug overdose. And then I saw somewhere and the people commented, they were like, oh, I wonder if he got the bad, uh, the bad cocaine that was cut with something. Because apparently four comedians somewhere all died. Holy crap. Some, uh, it must be near where he lives. So I don't know. Anyway. Crazy. Yeah, so that, that's pretty sad because um, he's he was uh, about my age. Um, that's right, fifty four apparently. Yeah, because he used you know he used to be a dancer. Oh, really? Big time dancer, like oh. uh, backup dancer for like famous people that you would have heard of that I probably don't know. Um, you know, oh. and um, he got into a bar fight, which is what got his face scarred up, and that yeah, sort of they didn't want to put him on the dance floor anymore because he didn't no, look he's that scary. Good. He's scaring people. Um, and then he got uh, you know his second break with the um, the wire. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, R.I.P. Michael Williams. It's not as cool a name as Omar. I've got to say, but anyway, <laughs> that's right. Uh, most <laughs> yeah, most uh, yeah, that's right. Sometimes people have boring actual names. 
Did you hear about Nigeria's Islamic police? No. What? Uh, okay, what are they up to? Well, so first of all, I didn't really realise that Nigeria was an Islamic country. I never really thought about one way or another. No, I didn't uh, know that. Uh, if, you, if that was a trivia question in a pub, I wouldn't know. No. So I'm going to read this out. It says, okay. Islamic police in Nigeria's Kano state, K-N-O, um, are losing their heads over shop mannequins, which they say are uh, offensive to Islam. Islam frowns on idolatry. With the head on it, it looks like a human being, said Haruna Ibn Sinar, the commander Mm. of the Sharia police, known as the Hisbar in Kano. The police have ordered shopkeepers to only use headless mannequins. Muslim cleric Heleru Mayroya of the, sorry about these names, of the Islamic Council of Nigeria has suggested non-Muslim Nigerians challenge the mannequin ruling in Cork as they don't have to abide by Islamic law, which sounds like Nigeria is a little bit more hmm, progressive than um, hmm, the United States and in particular Texas. (laughs) Yeah, before you get into that, though, if all you're arguing about is mannequins, that's probably not too bad of a thing, I guess. That's what I'm saying. They're fairly progressive. And at least the, the government person... Uh, who is Islamic is going, well, if you're non, non-Islamic, you should challenge this because it's got nothing to do with you. Um, yeah. Whereas if you're uh, a non-Christian in uh, Texas, stuff you, you'll still get done if you uh, want to have an abortion at a... Oh, yeah, it's, all, sort it's of... all a bit crazy, isn't it? Yeah, anyway, don't want to get too much into that, but yeah. Oh, I was just going to say that um, Mexico have just come out and decriminalized abortions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the second biggest Catholic country in the world. Yeah. And they just says, yep, I've just done this decision. So, yeah. Yeah, so in Mexico, some states it was illegal and some states it wasn't. All right. And um, this is a Supreme Court ruling of the Mexican Supreme Court, which means it's binding throughout all the states, so they cannot make it illegal. And... um yeah, and and uh, I think Ra- Rachel Maddow said it the other day. She's like, it's almost like one country's going into the new century and one country's going back to the old yeah, century. <laughs> pretty crazy, uh, all that sort of stuff. Talk, hey, talking yeah. about countries you don't know much about, I've got yeah, two, go. two countries here, which yes. I thought were, were, were somewhat interesting. Estonia. Yes. Um, Estonia's government runs in the cloud literally. A tiny European nation where citizens pay taxes, vote, and more by using a digital signature is perhaps the world's most digitized economy. Did you know that? Because that was all new to me. Uh, They're very forward thinking, and I've got a funny feeling. So um, if you don't want to use Microsoft products like Microsoft Word and that, um, there was what used to be called OpenOffice, but they changed it to LibreOffice. Yeah. And I'm, I'm... yeah, and there's a few countries in the world where the whole um, State Department have used uh, are using LibreOffice instead, and I right. think Estonia is one of them. Cool, because their um, their GDP grew by five point four percent in the first quarter of this year, and which is huge because other economies were suffering with all the um, what's you call it the pandemic. Um, 80% of uh, 87% of Estonia's schools were already using online learning tools. Man. <laughs> like 
<laughs> so like they were already using them. Um, they were still doing in, in class, but they were using online learning tools. Um, and the country offers residency to remote entrepreneurs from abroad and is working on a digital nomad visa to allow international workers to live for up to a year in the Baltic state. Registering a business there takes only a few days, uh, offering vital breathing space for a host of tech startups to thrive. Um, and it's got Wise, Skype, and Taxify have done. Whoa. So it's so, only got a population of 1.3 million. Yeah, I know. It's cool, eh? I, I, love, yeah. I love those stories. So that was my one uh, country. The other country, another E, sort of. Yeah. El Salvador. Did you hear the news about El Salvador? Uh, no. Nah, what are they up to? They the, earlier this year, Bukele, um, the president, signed a law making Bitcoin legal tender, becoming the first country in the world to do so. Oh yeah, I did hear that little headline. Yeah, so it, it, it's just happened now. Like he signed it into law earlier, but it's it's in now. Um, uh, Naib Bukele, the populist president of the Central American state, gets more headlines than his accomplishments deserve, Oh, uh, his critics say. But oh. he may eventually have the last laugh if one of his recent moves ends up benefiting the country as it transitions away from a service-based agrarian economy towards a digital one, something that I think New Zealand's sort of doing in a way. But anyway, his government says Bitcoin transactions will be free of charge and is in the process of installing 200 ATMs to handle cryptocurrency integration into the economy. 200 doesn't sound like a lot, to be fair. Uh, uh, no. Bukele is uh, banking on El Salvador's geothermal potential to turn South America's tiniest country into a global crypto mining hub. Yes. Uh, so they've, owned, they've got um, just, uh, what was I going to say there, 6.8 million people. So a bit bigger slightly than bigger than us, yeah. Uh, 200 machines. That's probably about right for the amount of people that actually know what Bitcoin is and how to use it. But not it'll having... only be the start, right? So as people, more people start using it, it will, yeah. if, if they start using it. But not having that fee, if you've got the transaction, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But it's also that whole, in the Central America, they've had the wild-ass inflation and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not going to have that same sort of inflation. You no, know what I mean? No. That's right. But Bitcoin can't fly up in, in, in value um, or, or drop in value, I should say, but it could pay less. So they might say, oh, you know, point one of a Bitcoin will buy you um, dinner, but now it'll only buy you a piece of bread yeah. or whatever. But, I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah. How do you feel about Trump's latest little job that he's got on the go? Um. <laughs> I just heard about this actually before this morning, earlier this morning. Ah. Uh, but I, I wasn't paying attention. It was going on in the background. So he's, he's, um, people are paying him to, um, he's to doing to him talk about boxing or something. Yeah. He, so, so on the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks, <laughs> good timing. Yeah. There's a heavyweight boxing match between Evander Holyfield and Vitor Belfort. Of oh, yeah. So Vander Holyfield's decided that he doesn't have enough money. He doesn't know what to do. He's got to come back. And the guest commentary is going to be Trump. He's providing the, he's going to be doing that. But um, he's, he's, he's charging people um, like a pay-per-view type thing to hear him talk, isn't he? Oh, I don't know if he directly is, uh, but you can, it's pay-per-view fight, uh, which is 50 bucks. So I don't know if, yeah. Yeah, it's just a normal boxing fight, and he's the guest commentator, I think. 
from what I read. Oh, okay. Because I don't see how he could charge separate when it's a. No, I thought he was doing the. Um, you know, we we tune the radio into somebody or a live stream into somebody else while the fight's on, and he's doing the commentary. No, it sounds oh. like he's just going to actually be there. Oh, okay, that's fine. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, what else is he going to do? He's got to take any gig that will pay him. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty low on the whole money thing. I don't know. What do you reckon he is as a boxer? Like, I know he's hosted boxing events in the past, and there's photos from way back in the day of him, like, watching boxing. Do you think he'd be any good at commentating, or he'd just be like, whoa, that was a big hit. Oh, no, big hit. That hit reminds me of of when the election was stolen from me. Um, (laughs) A hit bigger than the rigging of the the election. Yeah, how much of it will be him talking about him? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the question oh maybe because everything he ever does i mean even when he did that speech at that woman's wedding that they um leaked he started talking about the election yeah that's true stolen. so how long before he starts actually i'm quite keen to hear it now <laughs> wow well, i'm sure we'll uh, get clips or reviews of it if it's <laughs> terrible yeah yeah it should be funny actually did you um, see randomly um that will fleming was asking people to nominate his podcast for the new zealand podcast awards yes i did and i was going to jump into um our facebook page and (laughs) do the same thing but then i couldn't uh post to our facebook page using marco on my phone and i got really annoyed and then oh got about it so uh yeah no that's all good it the i don't know it's the inaugural one it's never happened before the website's pretty flash looking it's very hard to work out who's behind all of this. Right. It, it doesn't tell you. Uh, it's got some pretty big sponsors, but it's also got um, categories. Oh, do you want to hear what the categories are? Yeah, yeah, sure. The best culture and arts podcast. And you can figure out where we slot into one of these. Uh, the best entertainment and comedy podcast, best sports podcast, best news and po- politics podcast, best t- technology podcast, Best Business Podcast, Best Māori or Pacifica Podcast, Best Podcast by Kiwi Abroad. I thought that was a pretty good one. Uh, Acast, Best Independent Podcast Award, Best International Podcast, Best Radio Podcast, Best New Podcast, Rover Listener's Choice Award. So I'm assuming Rover's behind this. Best Publisher. Yeah, I don't know. Are we entertainment and comedy? Are we culture and... um... I was almost going to go best independent, maybe because uh, we're not part of a major network or media company. True, but um, true, we're not part I, of anything. I just got the, <laughs> I, you know, we're, we're barely part of the internet. But um, <laughs> I, I got the feeling that we're if not we part so- of TikTok, <laughs> no, not yet. I got the feeling though, if we did sign up, that we'd get hammered with spam or something. I don't know. I just got that feeling that this is a way for someone to uh, harvest who's got podcast where, maybe. Well, it looks like it's time to um, crack out uh, email address number 15 for your phone. <laughs> That's right. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I do have a podcast. Oh, there is a podcast email on my phone. Yeah, I, I thought you had a podcast email. And that's why I said, because I thought, oh, if you've got one, I must have one. <laughs> oh, it's the, the Chris and Sam podcast at gmail.com if anyone wants to get hold of us. Oh, okay. Well, let's put that in. If anybody wants to nominate us, Liam. You in particular. Uh, <laughs> if anybody wants to nominate us for, do, um, do you know this, what I do? You know what I don't like? They've built this um, this website is like it's pretty. It's got what, nice what's images. What's the URL? Uh, New Zealand Podcast Awards dot com. 
I, but when you go to nominate, it's a generic uh, form that you fill out, but they haven't bothered putting a drop down for all the categories. So you have to remember, uh, you have to type it in yourself. NZpodcastawards.com. Yeah. Did you see it? Yep. I'm there now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So there's a judging panel as well. It tells you who they are. There are a whole bunch of people. Yeah, well, check it out. Have a look. Um, if you listen to this, have a look, and maybe later on you get to vote on this, but it sounds like it's a judge thing, not a uh, vote-on thing. Uh, no, there's a people's choice. Uh, it says on one of the categories, one of them goes to people's choice with the rest of judges. Right. What's uh, the independent one they go to then? Oh, I think that's the ACAST one, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Oh, um, I'll let you. I'll let you uh, put us in there, Sam. But what? But what they did was it was funny. This is the thing that cracked me up. Uh, I think it's on their website. They had to extend like the the, the nomination has to be done tomorrow. Um, <laughs> they extended it, I think, till tomorrow. Right. Um, so the tenth of September is nomination deadline, and then deadline for submissions. It's the 6th of October, so you have to submit a highlight reel from your show. Like, you have to put it together and do an interview. So there's a lot. And then there's listener's choice vote and then deadline for votes, and then they announce the awards on the 7th of November. Okay. There's a lot. I don't want to do any of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You you have to tell me what our time is too because uh, I have not started a timer. I don't know. Does it take no, I didn't pay any, pay any attention either. All right, moving on. So um, what else have we got? Oh, the NASA helicopter on Mars is uh, outperforming and doing better than what they thought. Really? I hadn't heard yeah. about that. That's cool. So it's only supposed to fly five times, this little uh, robot uh, drone helicopter thing. Because it's solar-powered, right? Yeah. Yeah. They've already flown it 12 times. Oh, nice. And, and they... Yeah, they said that it's working really well. Uh, they didn't think it was going to work so well. They said the atmosphere is like flying something 30 kilometers above Earth. That's how thin the atmosphere is. Yeah. Is, is it, oh, I'm trying to remember what it is. Is it a dual counter-rotor thing? Yeah, or that's is, what it looks like in the picture I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it charges during the day, and then it flies around, and there's a 15-minute lag in communications. Eventually, they want to... Because uh, this one's only weighs like 1.8 kilos. Yeah, they want to take one up there that's about 20 to 30 kilos, um, and then that'll be able to do some science stuff. So, does it have to return to base every at the end of every mission? Or oh, is Jesus, it... you ask some uh, good questions. And, and the other question was: Is that base mobile? If it does, <laughs> no, uh, no, it's no. I think it um, it's. The highest it's ever flown is 12 meters. Uh, its last flight lasted just under three minutes, and it's covered 1.6 miles in total. Oh, no, it's a one-way mission. It just flies out. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it'll, it'll be relaying signals back to the base, and the base will be relaying up to space. Back yes. To yeah. Uh, okay. It, it scouts a way for perseverance using its camera, so it's going to chart a path for the rover that is safe but also one that is scientifically interesting. Cool. That's what that's what its job is. Uh, oh, that's yeah. very cool. That's very cool. Yeah, it's great when they, they last longer rather than not work at all. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Hey, this uh, the 79-year-old guy is getting charged in California. He got four years. He's been charging small business and charities uh, for printer toner. 
at hugely inflated prices. Well, hang on. Isn't that just commercial capitalism? Isn't that what the States is all about? Like, I know. I don't know. So apparently he's been doing it since the 70s. He charges <laughs> as much as 10 times the normal retail price for toner. If somebody's going to pay you that, what's the problem? I don't know. So he reckons I've had 50,000 victims. He's made over $126 million. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm surprised. I thought the states would be well into that. Oh no! Here we go. Here we go. This is the scam. As part as they, they called it a scam. Oh yeah. He had telemarketers that would pretend to be representatives of toner supply companies that many of the businesses already had contracts with, and he'd say, "Oh, the price has increased, but you could buy it at the previous lower price." Believing they were dealing with their regular suppliers, they'd sign over an order confirmation form. And then they'd ship that, like they'd get toner. Uh, yeah. So he was just pretending he, that's why he got done because he was basically pretending he was other companies. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a bit dodge. Yeah. It's slightly. It is dodge. It is dodge. Okay. Um, so uh, what else have I got here? Oh, I've got this is, this is, um, this is a little visual as well, so I'm afraid, but I'm going to, I'm going to get you to click on the link that I've got in the artwork. And we're talking about James Ford, and I was looking at this guy. James Ford is an artist in New Zealand. He's going to talk at um, Semi Permanent, and so I'm coaching somebody for Semi Permanent. Oh, okay. So I was looking at that for that reason. But when I saw his artwork, I was like, "Oh my god, Sam's going to love this," because you know you've got to be original with artwork, right? You can't do things other people have done. So if you look on that first page of artwork, Uh. you'll see top left he's got. 12 dot black dots on pale peach. Untitled 12 Untitled. black dots on pale and then peach. And the second row on the right, he's got 12 dots. And then on the next next row, he's got untitled 16 black dots on multicolor, seven yeah, black dots on multicolor. So, if you go yeah, through the next yeah. two pages, <laughs> uh, yeah, this guy go. has cornered the art world on dots. My God, he's doing so well with dots. I love 101 dots. Um, oh, here's, here's, here's some scribbles as well. Scribbles. But, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of parts to this. One is, what the hell is this? <laughs> hey, hang on. Hang on. I, I found something. What? Oh, it's a, the enigma of being. It's a digital video, and it's a picture of a fly on a windowsill. I'm assuming it's a video of the fly on the windowsill. Yes, it is. Hey, uh, so there's a couple of things I want to say. One is these artistic people have to keep themselves busy, so they keep creating art, or what they like to call art. Or dots. <laughs> yeah. They have to tell a story, I guess, a lot of the time, and they seem to be really good at coming up with bullshit, which is good. But, <laughs> like, I mean, how many of these is the dude actually sold? Yeah, that, that, that's like, true. That's you know, true. And, he's, and he's got a pretty good... Um, education here and a lot of his stuff has been exhibited um all around new zealand and all over the place and things like that which is great uh and oh he's won a couple of prizes whatever that means you know i think oh i'm, uh, I'm totally good on him good on him yeah. i just wanted you to see the dots because I, I, I know the i just know how, how steamed uh, up you get at some of this art <laughs> oh this what's this one there we go a paint pen on magazine page all right cool so here we go. He found a piece of uh, he he found someone in swimwear in an old magazine. I'll send it to you. 
And then he painted around it with a paint pen. And I better send that to you and not somebody else. Um, there we go. And that's a piece of art. Huh. Filled except for a bikini body. Hey, talking about art, I got. did you get the email about Misty Flicks? Yes. So uh, they're looking for films and stuff uh, to submit to Misty Flicks. It's the show, the uh, event's happening in November, and uh, which is cool. I didn't realize the entry fee was only two bucks. Yeah, I'm, I don't think I'd ever paid an entry fee before. I've wasted the last 11 months of not making my film about dirt. Yeah. Because I thought it was going to cost a lot to get in. Yeah, no, too bad. I don't have, too late, don't have enough time. So next year, watch out for my experimental <laughs> film about dirt. Dots and dirt. I don't know. It'll be great. Um, okay, what else have we got? We're going to have to wrap this up fairly soon, but let's, let's, let's. What's the creepy spates ad? Oh, yeah. The, they, some clever uh, advertising people thought that'd be good. On TVNZ's streaming platform, it would come up with a spates ad and uh, they're playing pool at a pub. And then uh, the text underneath would say the viewer's name and say, I've got a beer with your name on it. And this recovering alcoholic saw it and was like, what the hell? Like, no, like it creeped him out. Um, They had to remove it. He didn't give the consent for his name to be used. So (laughs) they're harvesting the data and. All right. I I can see how that's a problem. I I will um, put so my hands together. I'll put my hands together for to to space for trying something because you've got to try something new, right? You've got to push the boundaries. That's right. So good on them, um, but yeah, they shouldn't do it again. So apparently, yeah. TVNZ's run a number of personalized campaigns before. Yeah, uh, if, if you do it right, I think it can be quite good. Um, yeah, but no, nah. what's uh, diamonds in the rapper's head thing going on? Oh, uh, just before I get into that, I. Did I tell you on the podcast that all those people keep ringing me up again still? For the, uh, no, um, which, which, which ones? All the people that uh, ring me up for uh, charities in New Zealand. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I got another one uh, two nights ago, and she rang me up, and they're so excited because they have been told that I'm super interested in their charity. So the other night, it was Doctors Without Borders. Right. So I had to stop her, and I said, look, I'm not interested, but all my details have been given to all you people, every charity in New Zealand, for some reason, somehow. And uh, so after once, yeah, they get a bit despondent after I tell them that. Oh, poor buggers. Because uh, you've got to feel sorry for them, right? They're, they're probably volunteers. They're doing it for free yeah, because it's something they love doing. And they um, probably get knocked back quite a bit. That's right. Hey, uh, when you're a rapper called Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> Say that again. Lil, L-I-L-U-Z-I, Vert, V-E-R-T. Little green Uzi submachine gun. Yeah, little Uzi Vert. He he did some crowd surfing at a music festival recently, and somebody yanked out the uh, surgically attached $24 million diamond that's in his forehead. Forehead? Yeah, he's in the middle of his forehead. I, I was gonna. I, I was expecting you to say teeth because I can imagine diamonds in your teeth. There's and a I'm photo like, for you. Okay, look at that. Holy! Sh- he's yeah. So apparently he's been paying for it for a few years. Uh, um, I, I wonder if his insurance included crowd surfing. He still has it though. He got it back. Oh, like, did he? Yeah, I don't think they stole it. 
Oh, so um, it was probably he, unintentional. It was just phys- physically. I don't know, but if you're if you're crowd surfing and there's a whole bunch of people there and you're trying to find a diamond, good luck trying to find that. But he got it uh, somehow. Uh, at the moment, he only has a barbell piercing where the diamond had been. So you know he's he's roughing it at the moment. He doesn't have his diamond in the center of his head. Um, dude, that is just weird like i'm just looking at a guy's photo we'll have to uh have to show that photo that, on that might be the uh episode. image i use yeah, yeah i think so um because if you showed me that photo without that story i'd go did somebody just photoshop a diamond on his head <laughs> like it doesn't look i real. i love i love that there's surgeons out there that you can go to and go hey implant this uh diamond into my head and they're like yep Sure. You got the money for the diamond. You got the money to pay me to attach it. (laughs) That's right. right. So, yeah. How much is that diamond worth uh, for insurance purposes? Oh, 24 million. Oh, I only charge 10% of that. Yeah. It's only going to cost (laughs) half a million to sort this out. (laughs) All right. I think that's us for for today, I think, because I think very good. Pretty good. Um, Yeah. So, uh, you got anything coming up? Anything cool happening? no. I'm looking forward to takeaways. I mean, I did go to the local takeaways and got some noodles yesterday for dinner, oh. which was good. This is level two. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, but right. I'm thinking pizza is definitely in my future for the next sometime in the next week. Oh, you could get pizza in level three, though. We had pizza in level three. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't. But anyway, uh, that's cool. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm not doing a lot. I haven't got a lot of exciting stuff to, going on at the moment. So, uh yeah, um, but if it's a you're bit like that, this, I think. Sorry, it's a bit like that. It's this time of the year, I think. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, as I said last week, if you know anybody who's keen on uh, doing some public speaking, I can do a free uh, ninety-minute uh, um, session with them. Uh, I, I think I said two hours last time, but yeah, two hours and ninety oh. minutes, something like that. Um, so that's cool. And uh, but no, no biggie. And what else? Uh, otherwise, yeah, my. Speaking engagements have been cancelled due to COVID and the fact they were in Auckland. Um, yes. So, yeah, I, I'm going to have some in December probably instead. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.